Hey, it's Yola Kali. What's up? You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. And hello, you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yellow Kali, and Little Village. And I'm Alec. Uh, hello, my name is Damien Duran. Hey, I'm Max with City View. And today we are talking about Star Wars. Well, happy May the 4th, be with you. So much has happened this past month, and so much has happened the past six years. Well, past six years, I guess, with Star Wars. With the movies, the TV shows, the video games, the Star Wars celebration, and everything. Um, right now, we got Damien's piece. And, you know, he made some, a really cool audio piece about Star Wars. You know, Damien, t- tell me a little bit about it before we start playing. It shows how the brief history, like that, of Star Wars. It shows how um, George Lucan got inspired by other movies, like one movie, so he could um, make Star Wars like that, and to learn how to do the sounds effects like that for the movies. Well, I'm excited to listen to it. We should, uh, we should play it right now. Star Wars is a science fantasy film made by George Lucas, the founder of Lucasfilm. Star Wars launched in the summer of 1977. George Lucas gained his inspiration from westerns, samurai, drama, and the fantasy genres, such as Flash Gordon, Robin Hood, and The Hidden Fortress. Look around. We're one of the same. Same heart, same blood. Star Wars came to be like this when George Lucas began talking about his screenplay for episode 4 and 5. The reason behind the making of Star Wars at the time was to give young people If I may say so, sir, I noticed earlier the hyperdrive motivator has been damaged. It's impossible to go to light speed. Some sort of faraway exotic environmental for their imaginations to run around in. Possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. George Lucas wanted kids to be interested in space exploration. A vital element that makes Star Wars special are the sound effects and played homage to the Wilhelm sound and its iconic intro. Star Wars is a movie that's set in the desert in space filled with cowboys, aliens, samurais, pirates, spaceships, and a werewolf. I have failed you. I should have known the Jedi were plotting to take over. Anakin, Chancellor Palpatine is evil. From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. 
Well, then you are lost! Wow, that was a really exciting piece. So thank you, Damien, for making that. That was really cool. We want to start talking about the movies. But before we start talking about the movies, I just want to do a little tribute to Peter Mayhew. For some of you guys, he's the actor that plays Chewbacca, the most one of the most iconic characters in Star Wars. You know, and I just want just want to start with a brief history. So he was born May nineteenth. Uh, 1944. He was seven foot two, really tall guy, and he was in most of the movies. He was in episode three, and then um, he came back for Force Awakens, and then he was in uh, The Last Jedi, and his you know his last movie be The Rise of Skywalker. But yeah, I'm very excited for the new Star Wars movie. You know, rest you know rest in peace, Peter Matthew. You will be uh, remembered. You were my childhood. You were everyone's Star Wars childhood. So yeah, but like. You know, the thing that makes me excited about Star Wars is just, like, looking back at it, like, the first movie you ever watched. For me, my first movie was uh, The Phantom Menace back in 1999, and I saw that in theaters. It was one, like, one of the most iconic things I've, one of the most, one of my favorite memories of uh, looking back at it. But for you, Damien, what, what, uh, what was your first Star Wars movie? Um, my first Star Wars movies was from the prequels. That was my first one. So like, the first movie I watched was Phantom Menace, basically. Oh, really? Like, the, oh, so you started with Phantom Menace too as well? Yeah. Uh, how about for you, Max? I actually started with Return of the Jedi, and I was, I'm old enough to actually have seen it in the theaters. Um, so that was kind of like my entry point. Yeah. So you you started out with the original trilogy, Max. With exactly. Return yeah. Return of the Jedi. Wow, that's that had to been uh, that had to been so cool. Um, Starting it out from the original trilogy, I, I'm over. I was born in the prequel era, but like it's it's cool to you know hear someone you know who's seen the original original ones in theaters. Um, were there any changes like nowadays? Like do you do you notice between like you know seeing the I, I don't I'm not sure if you watched like the Blu-ray editions of Return to Jedi or um, yeah you know. a lot of CG, CGI editions, and I think that was a big part of that kind of threw me in the Phantom Menace and Episodes one, two, and three. I feel like with Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, and A New Hope, there was a lot of like puppetry and a lot more um, done into with the costumes as opposed to CGI. So I had a real appreciation for the original uh, trilogy. And it was kind of hard for me to watch Phantom Menace in that sense, too. Oh, yeah, because, you know, I, I know a lot of people hate the... Uh the prequels, you know, for their CGI and the um, the story, t- the storytelling and the uh, character development, because you know, a lot of people don't like that. You know, was, the storytelling was weak in those films. Um, I I kind of agree, but those films, like I look back at it and uh, it's very nostalgic. Um, my least favorite one is is, is Attack of the Clones, <laughs> but uh, how about for you, Max? <laughs> what was your least favorite Star Wars movie? It's got to be Episode One. Yeah. Episode One. Yeah. Star Jar Binks, yeah. (laughs) Me Star Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) Uh, How about for you, Damien? What was your least favorite Star Wars film? Uh, My least favorite Star Wars film got to be the first movie, The Phantom Menace. Oh, man, the first one you you watch, the most iconic scene with Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi, the choreographed lightsaber scene. Well, (laughs) that that part was cool, I'm not going to lie, but I mean, you know, it had more... Uh, it was we called Jar Jar too. Like he wasn't, he was pretty annoying. You know the thing. The thing is about Jar Jar is like he was never annoying to me. 
I, I don't know why. It's just like I, when I was a kid, I thought he was cool. I had a Jar Jar toy. I had uh, a Jar Jar Bing's watch from Burger King, I think. I don't know, from like the late 90s. I thought he was really cool. I thought he was better than the Chewbacca at the time. But now, look at back, looking back at it, Chewbacca is the winner. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's crazy that we're getting like... Because everyone thought the prequels were like the last films in the Star Wars universe. Like, okay, we're after the prequels, that's the ending. And then we got the Clone, Clone Wars TV show. And then now we're getting... You know, now we got The Force Awakens, and we got The Last Jedi, and then we got Rise of Skywalker, and we got Solo, and Rogue One, and Rebels, and just so on and so on. So Disney's really <laughs> pushing for more movies. Like, what, what's your what's your like opinion, Max, of like seeing like the uh, original trilogy come back in theaters, like seeing like Rogue One and Solo now, like seeing something from the original trilogy. Like, what's like what's your opinion and take of that? I like that. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of Solo, but I'm a huge Chewbacca fan. So, like, that element of it I really liked. And I do like these side stories. I think it kind of gives a chance to go beyond um, just the, the, the full movies. Um, I am a big fan of the recent episodes, for sure. Especially, um, I would say The Last Jedi was really good with the, the whole look into Luke and his story. I think that I really appreciate what they did with that. And... Um, also, just the cinematography was done really well done in the, the last two episodes. Oh, my God. Like, The Force Awakens, uh, the cinematography was so beautiful. Like, the lightsaber duel between um, yeah. Kylo Ren and Rey. Like, it's like running. They're, like, running in the forests, and it's snowing out. It, it reminds you of, like a, like, a samurai film, like, with two samurais fighting. Like, it reminds you of, like, scene from Kill Bill. Um, honestly, if you've ever seen Kill Bill, Kill Bill, I don't know if it's the first one or second one where she's fighting... She's like the she's fighting against another like bad guy in the snow. That's where like kind of like maybe that, that maybe that's the inspiration that comes out of that um, that scene because it just it reminds me of that scene and you know just like it, it's it's kind of sad we lost Han Solo in this film. Right. Um, <laughs> Han Solo he he was another kind of character, but you know we lost in Star Wars the universe. Not Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is still living. <laughs> but you know you know the the funny thing is uh, Damien you brought this up. You brought this to me. Uh, you told me about it that Han Solo was supposed to die in the Return of the Jedi. Like, you know, that's weird. Like, yeah. what was? Did you find out like his death scene? What that scene? Original death scene was supposed to be in the Return of the Jedi. I really did not find it, but they just say they just said that I couldn't even find it. So, okay. and I think it was cut off maybe, so so no one could know. I know he doesn't like Han Solo is not a big fan of Star Wars. <laughs> he he never really liked the series, but even though it's like okay, this is a. Like, he really started out with Star Wars. Like, Star Wars really, like, brought his name into the spotlight. Like, he started out with with one of uh, George Lucas' films. His original film is called um, American Graffiti. He was in that originally. So he was, you know, he was close friends with um, George Lucas back in the early 70s. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, his career started when he was 35. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Um, so, like... Um, we got some TV shows coming out, like Mandalorian. Any of you seen the trailer for Mandalorian? I have not, no. Oh my god, like... So, like, there... How about you, Damien? Uh, I have some, I seen it as a teaser. It was yeah, pretty cool. it, yeah cool. it was really cool. Yeah, You've seen, like, the, um... Like, the, uh... The Mandalorian. Like, Bubble Fett, like... They, they actually brought back the original, like... Like, costume design for Bubble Fett. Like, like they brought back the, the weird fork weapon. Um, that was... That was, like, the original, like, art. Like, yeah, he, he was supposed to have some, like, pitchfork or something like that. And his armor was supposed to be, like, a little bit more light green. 
Did he have that fork in Empire Strikes Back? He had that fork in the Star Wars Celebration. I mean, not the Star Wars Celebration. The Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that's where um, he... Uh, that was his first film, actually. Like That was the first time you've seen Boba Fett was Star Wars Holiday Special. I'm not sure if anyone knows the Holiday Special. It was like one of the biggest flops in Star Wars. Um, I guess one of the biggest flops than The Phantom Menace. This film came out like... Oh, like before Empire Strikes Back. So I, I think like 78, 79 around that time. I, I watched it last night and I could barely, I could barely <laughs> keep up with it. I, I, I think I was like falling asleep, but I remember some scenes where like it took place, it takes place. There was a scene that takes place in Kashyyyk and it was just a bunch of Wookiees just like, Rawr! like that was a whole scene. Like it was a family of, it was it's Chewbacca's family. And like the Wookiees are like, like just like for the, for ten minutes, like you didn't understand. There was no subtitles. They were just roaring. It was like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it was also a musical too, as well with Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, and um, you know, I I don't know if Darth Vader is in this film. I I fell asleep in like in the middle of it, but it was it was really funny. Where can um, you find that? I think you can find it on YouTube. Okay. You can you can find it on YouTube. I watched it on YouTube. Yeah, the, you can't really... I don't know if you can buy it on DVD or, like, VHS. You probably buy it on VHS. They never made it... They probably never made a DVD run. It's, like, one of the films that they try to forget. Like, just... Yeah, we, George Lucas is like, oh, we never make this. We never made this film. Um, but, uh... With the, um... You know, it's funny with the prequels, like... Going back to the prequels, like, um, like Revenge of the Sith, I guess, is one of the most... People will love the Revenge of the Sith, I guess. Like, how about you, Max? Like, I know a lot of people like Revenge of the Sith. Was that your favorite prequel film um, back then? I would say so, yeah. Attack of the Clones, I, I appreciate it, too. I think The Phantom Menace is the one that I really had a problem with, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the flaw, the funny, the, the funny thing about that movie is, like, some of the flaws in it. Like, I guess, like, the first, like... In the beginning scene, the beginning where like they're in the trade federation ship, and they're like they Qui Gon and like Obi Wan split up, and they go into like a they go into the like battle droid ship where they're invading Naboo. Okay, how how what are, what is the likely chances of them meeting? Like this is a droid evasion of a big giant planet Naboo. Okay, what was the like the percentage of them like meeting together? At the same time, you know, it's it's, it's kind of funny. Like, yeah. and then like the scene where it's like the barricade. And they got like all the battle droid ships, like like having this long line, like in the smart outside the planet of Naboo. Like, why didn't they go through? Like, they were trying to escape Qui Gon. Like, they're trying to escape the planet, and like, <laughs> and like they chose the side where it's like it's like the line, it's like the barricade. I don't know why they chose that side. It was kind of funny. Um, but um, <laughs> I just I just find it funny with the flaws. Um, so we're like. What what order do you guys watch the movies? Like, what is the order do you do you guys prefer? Like, do you guys start out with the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogy? For me, I think it would have to be. So what happened with me was I was Return of the Jedi first, then I went back to A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and I I think I would still do it that way because it's like in order of the the films I most most appreciated, and then I would probably jump to the recent episodes. And then go back painfully to the one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah. 
How about for you, Damien? Um, I started with the prequels, one, two, and three, and then I then I watched four and five and six, like you know, because I felt like the so I could understand the story before I watched the old one. For me, I would have to start by the original trilogy and then the prequels and then the sequel trilogies and then watch the side films and the TV shows. For me, because honestly, I forgot who said it, but like the original trilogy was like the questions and the prequel trilogy was like the answers to the questions. So I feel like if you watch the prequels, you kind of spoil Empire Strikes Back for yourself. You know, if you were new to Star Wars, you're kind of and I don't want to I don't want to like maybe spoil the scene for those who have not seen Star Wars out sort of spoiled some of it for you guys apologies but um for me if you guys are new to star wars watch the original trilogy and then watch the prequels and the sequels that's why and the, the, the original trilogies i mean the most they're the most iconic trilogy you know movies in star wars in film history um you know those films you know really made an impact i think in film back in the 70s Back in the 70s, there was nothing like it. You know, back then, they were making science fiction films, but it was more like science fiction in the 70s, where Star Wars was a little bit different. Um, and, uh, you know, the other thing was, um, back then, mo- what most people don't know is that the New Hope wasn't called the New Hope. It was just called Star Wars, mm. um, which is funny. I think George Lucas didn't add that. I think George Lucas added that back in the 90s. Um Oh, when they first came out on VHS. Yeah, I think with the we with the reeditions with the um, when the movies came back in theaters, when those movies came back in the theaters in like ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, I think they did they did uh, re edit they re edit the films, port like the CGI, and that's when the controversy happened with those films. But like a lot of people were like, that's I think like. 1996 is when he added episode four, five, and six, and then people were like, "Oh my god, we're getting like three, three more films." I felt like there should have been like, just one prequel film. Honestly, in my opinion, one just one film um, that takes place in the prequels. I think that would have been much better than just having three. I think George Lucas just knew the ending of the prequels. He just he couldn't. I think he had a hard time writing the beginning, um, the starter. You know the first movie i feel like the phantom menace like even though everyone hates it you can kind of just ignore it because it doesn't really it doesn't really like tell it doesn't really start has it the beginning it's more of like a like a small little intro when you read a book you get that like first page where it just it's a brief explanation of the book i guess i guess what i had that feel with episode one but now i don't know maybe since to bring it back some of the prequel characters and new films and new tv shows maybe Maybe watch episode one. I don't know. Either you watch it, ignore it, you know. That's totally on you to those new Star Wars people. But um, with the names, the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, what's your favorite Star Wars name, Max? Like, what is the favorite favorite Star Wars title in this film, for those films? Well, definitely Return of the Jedi, yeah. You know, Damien, I think you brought this... I think you told me about this again. Like, the, ri- the original title for Return of the Jedi. Was it called, like, Revenge of the Jedi or something like that? Yeah, it was supposed to be called like that. And, um, you know, the funny thing is, you know why it was changed to Revenge of the... It was changed from Revenge to Return? Uh, it's because Revenge doesn't sound good for, like, a Jedi, so they put Return of Jedi since he was hidden away, so he returned, so like that, kind of like that. Okay. You know, there's a funny thing I watch on, um, there's a Star Wars review called Mr. Plinkett, and he reviews the movies. It's a funny review he does. If you if you go on YouTube, you know go search Red Letter Media. It's he does a funny uh 
and like reviews on the movies but like his explanation was why it was changed from revenge to return to save like an extra 15 cents on ink like putting the name on like t-shirts and like books <laughs> well that's that's really funny um maybe i don't know if that's the reason why it, why it changed <laughs> it's just funny but like star wars characters like there's so many star wars characters in the in the in the movies like what is your guys's favorite like star wars character in in, in the movies favorite character is gotta be anakin anakin for, skywalker yeah. how about for you max chewy all the way chewy oh yeah. my favorite character man there's like i don't know like it's not jar jar but it's, i think it's obi-wan kenobi i love i love quoting obi-wan kenobi i love saying hello there to everyone <laughs> Revenge Assist is always the movie where I quote the most. Like, the Jordan Attack for the Wookiees. Like, what are, do you guys have a favorite, like, quote from the, from the movies? I don't I don't know if I had a favorite quote. I ha- everything is good. Like, I like every quote. But the best one is when Anakin is fighting with Obi-Wan. Like, you were the chosen one. Oh, he yeah. Told him, yeah like, it's like, you were the chosen one, Anakin. You know, and then Anakin's like, I hate you. Oh, yeah, you turned it against me. You have done that yourself. <laughs> Why is Star Wars so important to cinema history, guys? I know I did a brief little brief explanation back in the day why like um, Star Wars was so important back in the seventies. For you, Max, why was Star Wars so important? So important to c- cinema history. I think because it really brought you into this other world. I mean, creatively and like the fact that they could travel to all these planets like Tatooine and there's all these different um, environments and cultures that they kind of would uh would meet and i think that they were cut, they were all interconnected through this this travel you know flying through flying with the millennium falcon and all that it was just kind of mind-blowing really especially because i was so young when i first saw return of the jedi and then going back and seeing star wars and then empire yeah just as a as a youth like it was incredible to be in these worlds did, did you say I, I think we had a little talk for the episode where i think job of the hut scared the heck out of you <laughs> yeah yeah so i was super young when i was in the theaters for return of the jedi so that was the scene that i had to get pulled out of the theater because it was so, the sound effects were so intense and kind of immersive but but still like as i got older i went back and had a deep appreciation for those for those films yeah how about for you damien uh, like, the movies were so important because like it, it started like this trend of stop motion and all that like they were the the first ones to try it actually, and then making the special effects like that. They were like the first ones, and then other got inspired to do that. Other movie studios like that, and they started using it. Yeah, and, I, and I, I even like I read about the prequels, and they broke some ground. <clears throat> they broke really like a lot of like uh, ground in the in the uh, special effects era with like Naboo. Uh, back then in the 90s, there was really nothing. No one has ever, d- like, did something with CG for, like, the uh, sets or, like, having multiple characters that are CG uh, in one scene. I think st- I think Steven Spielberg did uh, with, with Terminator. No, James Cameron with Terminator 2. I know that movie is iconic with special effects. But like, I think episode one, I know it's... Because I know it's the most hated because of CGI, but like if it wasn't for CGI, if it wasn't for Jar Jar Binks, we wouldn't have like characters like Gollum, or like our characters like CGI characters from like Harry Potter. That's um, true. Yeah, like I I write about that. Like if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for Jar Jar, we wouldn't really have maybe the um, you know Gollum or the you know all these love CGI characters in other movies like Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before break, 
I want I want to ask you guys a few questions. So, would you rather be a rebel or an imperial? Um, I'd rather be an imperial to be honest because they're cool. Cool, the cool, the cool yeah. helmets. How about for you, Max? Probably a rebel. Although I wouldn't mind be being a bounty hunter though. Oh yeah. I think yeah. I kind of like. Yeah, I looked up to, or I kind of liked the, you know, Boba Fett and that whole crew, especially in that one scene when they're all kind of gathered in, um, in the Cloud City and Empire Strikes Back. Um, you can just kind of see like the whole crew of, of bounty hunters that are ready oh, to yeah. go out. Oh yeah, in Empire. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I'm like a freelance, I'm a freelancer, so like I, I can see that they're like freelancers of their in their galaxy, you know. What was Boba Fett's famous quote? Like dead or alive, you come, or is that Robocop? I don't know if he said that. In, I forget if he said that in Empire or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Or it was Can't like re- he's he's not good for me if he's dead or something like That's that. That's what it was. That's yeah, what it was. yeah. <laughs> That's where um, Han Solo was kind of frozen in the carbonite. Oh yeah, yeah. He was frozen. Yeah. He almost died in that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did almost die, but like it was just like he was frozen to death, you know. So like I don't know. <laughs> kind, of, kind of like in a coma, I guess. Yeah, he was in a coma. Yeah. Uh, he was blind for like five minutes, like for like half of the movie. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> How about, um, what was the other question I, I thought of? Jedi or Sith? Uh, I'm going to say Jedi. Jedi? Jedi, yeah. For me, I'd be like, maybe the, maybe the Sith. I mean, I like being a bad guy. And we always said like, okay, if I, you guys were like Imperial Stormtrooper, I'd really be like a freelancer. Like, yeah, I, I can be a good guy and a bad guy. Maybe like in the middle. What was that right. the great Jedi? Yeah, you the know, great Jedi. Degr- you know, I mean, I don't, I, I like doing good, but I also like doing bad, and then like whatever money comes out of it. I mean, you know, <laughs> you can't blame me. You know, a thousand credits, there's a lot of credits. You know, um, Republic credits are no good here. Just, for, just to let you guys know, right. episode one. <laughs> but like, we want to get, we're gonna go on commercial on commercial break. We will be back after these messages. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas. Met Jar Jar and Boss Nass. We took a bongo from the scene and we went to feed to see the queen. We all wound up on tattooing. That's where we found this boy. Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Hello, my name is Damon Duran You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Jolokali in Little Village Actually, we are broadcasting live in Star Destroyer In the galaxy far, far away but I hope you enjoyed the uh, Weird Al song. Actually, that's my only favorite Weird Al song, sadly. I found that like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> no, not 10 minutes ago. I found that like yesterday. It was a good song. <laughs> it was like making fun of American Pie, I think. They were like a really funny song. But like, we got so much to talk about. The Star Wars popularity, man. Like, 
the popularity of Star Wars has grown the past 30 years since the since Return of the Jedi and you know from the prequels to the sequels to the movies video games you know has grown so much matter of fact how about you know Star Wars Celebration you know is really popular one you know has grown since uh 2008 I think now you know it was, back then I heard it was a, just in a small tent and then now it's in big arenas I guess sold out billions of people want to see the new movies trailers for the new movies but uh you know for you you know um you know, for da- you know, Damien, what, what makes Star Wars so popular? Like, uh, honestly, Star Wars is more uh, is like popular because of the sounds effects. They have clone troopers. You know, those things are cool. Ah, and the Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah, the Clone Wars was really cool. That's that's my favorite era of Star Wars. The clone troopers versus the battle droids. I'm not not a big fan of the battle droids, but the clone troopers. You know, my favorite thing. I love when people cosplay the characters. People do like really cool things. With if you ever seen like cosplaying, yeah. Uh, they make arc troopers. If you guys don't. I know you guys don't know what ARC Troopers. They're like the special. They're like the Navy SEALs, honestly, for clones. Or the or um, you know they they cosplay Captain Rex. And then you know you got the you know Stormtroopers groups like um you know the Five O First. I know, um, Rebel Rebel Soldiers. There's another one, Obi Wan Kenobi Jedi. You know people cosplay it. You know it's like it's like Marvel Universe. You know people. Are, cosplaying the marvel characters but i feel like star wars is a little bit more popular i feel like star wars is a little bit more popular cosplaying characters but uh how about you how about for you Damien? like hey alec um uh do you want to do like a star wars celebration something like that i do a star wars celebration um i mean we are celebrating star wars you know and in, in this today may the 4th actually three days ago was five first day <laughs> yeah. um you know, 501. Nah, you know, it's kind of funny. This whole month has been Star Wars. But, like, I also, like, I, I interviewed, I went to Star Wars Celebration, um, Yellow. I go to uh, Star Wars Celebration. Uh, I really thank them. Found some really cool, pe- I talked to a lot of cool people, uh, a lot of cosplaying groups. There's a group called the Rebel Legion, the 501sts. And they did tell me how their organization started and not their, like, I think they're more of a nonprofit organization. They do cool things. They kind of work with Lucasfilms and Disney. They do prom- promotional work. Today, I've heard that the 501st would be at White Sox Stadium, taking taking pictures with fans. But um, one of the cool ones I interviewed was a guy from Rebel Legion. A cool interview, and I, I, I want you guys to listen to it. First Legion covers all of the Imperial and villain costumes. The Rebel Legion covers all of the good guy and hero costumes from the original trilogy, the sequels, and the prequels, as well as other media. Yep, we're all about we're all about the winning team here at the Rebel Legion. <laughs> um, so how big are you guys? We're, we're worldwide, actually. Yeah, we actually just had a member probably about half an hour ago who stopped at our table who. Um, is a member who just joined in Dubai. Okay, wow. We just got yeah, we just got a, a base uh, or an outpost open in the uh, United Arab Emirates. So you know we're all over the place. You know we have bases all over the United States, all over. How many countries? Like I can't even imagine how many countries we have now. I lost count. I know it's hard to keep track, but I mean we have members of this wonderful organization all around the globe. We yes. have We have Darth Vader and Jedi in Antarctica. In Antarctica. 
Well, there you go. Seven continents. <laughs> well, what happened originally was the 501st was the Star Wars costuming group that, you know, kind of gained notoriety, and that was in 1997 when that was formed. And originally, that was all of the costumes, good guys, bad guys, everything. But the 501st focus became on the, the stormtroopers specifically and the villains, and, you know, it was named after the, you know, a, a garrison of stormtroopers, you know, that, you know, um, you know, fictionally, and then became canon because of the nod in the fan organization. But, you know, we realized after a while that through dealings with, um, you know, Lucasfilm and certain relations there, like, it made more sense to have that group be specifically about Imperials, this group then becoming its own entity and being specifically about the Rebels. And organizationally, they're very similar. A few differences here and there, but, you know, the aim is to work together to provide equal representation for these characters and these costumes, but having the same goal of, you know, sharing our love for this franchise and doing good for our local and global communities. My favorite Star Wars film? Well, I usually cosplay as some form of Luke Skywalker, so my favorite has always been Return of the Jedi. Okay. I love watching Luke come into his own in that movie. At first, nothing. The goal for this group is, um, we are a costuming club, so the goal is to have a Star Wars costume of a certain quality um, within a certain point of you joining. I mean, you can go to rebellegion.com. We have member forums. That's where the majority of our communication takes place. And anybody who's working on a costume, who wants advice, information, they're welcome to, you know, join those forums. And they've got, I think, like six months or something like that to then submit their first costume. Okay. So ultimately, yes, they will need a costume of a good guy character, and that can be from the original Star Wars films, that can be from the stories, from the sequel trilogy, from the prequel trilogy, Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, the comics. You know, as long as there is some certifiable reference material, you know, usually a visual quality, so from like a visual medium like the comics or what have you, or a very accurate description like a novel, you know, we work off of that to create costuming standards. And so as long as your costume meets those standards for the costume, then we would accept you into the group. And then you could start trooping with us and raising money for charities and having a delightfully nerdy time. <laughs> so how long have you been a Star Wars fan? I've been a Star Wars fan since 1996. 1996? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, a little older than some, but my brother and cousin showed me the original trilogy on VHS right before the special editions came out. Okay. And so the very next year, I got to go see them all on the big screen, and it just blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was a good time. Is Phantom Menace your favorite? Phantom Menace is under... Phantom Menace is underrated. I will say that. Um, you know, I still... Return of the Jedi is always mine. But I will say, of the prequels, Phantom Menace deserves more credit than it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And your favorite Star Wars character? Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Hands down. Yeah. I get, get Obi-Wan vibe. I've been getting that lately, but like years ago, not that long ago, this was about four inches longer, and this was non-existent. So, okay. you know, I didn't have a beard. I had longer hair. I, uh, you know, it was definitely a Luke through and through. Now I just need a wig, and I can be Force Awakens, Last Jedi era Luke. Okay. Or shave, and then go back to my old Hello there, and we're back with Star Wars. But Damien, I know you got some questions to ask me. You know, fire away with those questions, man, for Star Wars Celebration. Uh, what do you like about the Star Wars Celebration? Um, what do you like about it? What did I like about it um, was the atmosphere. It was a very cool, very cool 
like lean. Everyone was very nice. And every, you could tell everyone was very excited for this. I, I went on Thursday. Uh, I couldn't go on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, but, you know, I was happy to go on Thursday. I was really happy. And, uh, you know, there's so many cool things I was like, I saw at Star Wars Celebration. It was like a big X-Wing. I think it was the when the X-Wings that were built for the for the Force Awakens. TIE Fighters, a big giant TIE Fighter. I've seen some you some people made some custom like decals for their cars like Bubble Fett like there was a Hummer with Bubble Fett on it. Uh, there was this the uh, the van. I, I don't know if, if anyone's familiar, but the movie Fanboys. It's a movie about what's well, it's there's an iconic vehicle in that movie. It's like a, a like a van uh, with R two on the top. Um, I saw that. I, I like that. Really like the movie. But yeah, I, I think I you know there was a lot of cool things I saw. Like the people were cosplaying the characters. One of the other cool things was the. Um, one of the one of the other cool things was um, talking to the cosplaying groups like Rebel Star Wars Legion, but there was a lot of um, merchandise groups. So there was a lot of people who collect Star Wars toys. That's a big thing, you know, for Star Wars when it comes when it comes down to popularity is collecting the toys. But um, I mean, I collect I collect a little bit. I have a helmet, Stormtrooper helmet. I have an ad at a little ad at. <laughs> I I I'm a, I am a small little collector, so I bought some. I spend some money at Star Wars Celebration. You know, I'm guilty of it. I didn't spend a lot of money. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was everything from the atmosphere, from seeing cool cosplays and seeing like, um, you know, seeing... I didn't see the trailer. I couldn't see the trailer at, the, at Star Wars Celebration. That was on Friday, I think. I missed Ian McDermott. Ian McDaniel? I forgot his name. Guy who plays Palpatine. Uh, Lord Sidious. I don't know if he's back, but in the trailer, if you guys, you guys heard, you know, you guys know it. Some of you Star Wars fans know it. You guys heard the laughter. If you don't know it, I'm so sorry I spoiled it for you. But, um, you know, uh, is there any other questions? Was this your first Star Wars convention? Yes, this was my first Star Wars convention. Usually it's held at California and Los Angeles. So since the first time of being in Chicago, I had to go. I was, I had to. But the thing was, I didn't know anything about it <laughs> until like a month before the convention. So I, I I had to like ask, you know, YOLO, since we were covering this episode, I really I really wanted to go. You know, I even offered, <laughs> I you know, I even offered to pay for the tickets, but they were like, no, 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 you know. And I, I, I really thank them. I really do appreciate. Uh, it really means a lot to me. And... Just being there and seeing everything was was really cool. Did they mention anything about the about the Lucas Museum? Museum. The Lucas Museum. Um, no, I think that was canceled. I think that was canceled last year. I think there was a lot of like politics into it, like um, the cost of it. I think it was like it was gonna cost billions of dollars. Like I don't know how much. I think it was five billion dollars or something like that. It was gonna be right next to Navy Pier. I think. I don't know. I forgot the location, but um. A lot of people didn't, I didn't weren't very thrilled how much it was gonna cost. I kind of wished it was made, it was built. You know, yes, that is a lot of money, but I mean, it's also bringing jobs in the community. And and so, how cool would it be like if you told your friends, "Hey, I work at the Star Wars Museum. I, you know, I'm I I'm a security guard or something like that, or or something. I don't know." Uh, was there any ships on display? Oh yeah, like the X-wings and Tie Fighters. There was a lot of ships displayed. And I I know what I don't know. I forgot what else was displayed. I know a lot of people did like a lot of cool things with their Legos. There was a wall like that was made by Legos, and it was like a big white wall 
but like one side of it was was like the new hope poster and like Luke Skywalker was like 3D like he was like out of the poster sort of like I don't know it was a cool 3D poster cool 3D display uh Luke Skywalker was the only one that, that was 3D but it, that was cool uh, what else? There was, um, man, I forgot what else. There was, like, also displayed. It was a long, it was sort of a long time ago. Not in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, and I don't know if, if there was a, oh, yeah, there was other, there was cool little mini sets displayed in, in the celebration. There was the Mandalorian set, the display of the throne. There was, uh, Job the Hut. There was a display in the background. I forgot the planet, but it was the planet Luke Skywalker was hiding in. And it was you saw like a Luke Skywalker um, cosplay guy. He he looked just like Luke Skywalker. Honestly, thought thought that was Luke Skywalker. That was Mark Hamill. I, I'm not joking. Like he seriously looked like Mark Hamill. But uh, is there any like another question? Um, now let's uh, move on to your um to your scenes and quotes from Star. Your favorite quotes and scenes. My favorite quotes in Star Wars. I mean, hello there, hello there, Luke. I am your father. Actually, a lot of people don't. What they kind of like. What they don't know is that's not the right way. The right way to, to say it. It's actually like I think I don't know if this was the re-edition, the re-edits, or the 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 way it was like Obi Wan didn't tell you, and Obi Wan and Luke was like, no, you know, he told me you killed my father, and then like Darth Vader's like, no, Luke, I am your father. But before we end the show, we want to talk about like some of the flaws in the films. Um, no, notably like. The flaws in the films, I know, like, changes. A lot of controversy with the changes. I know, like, people don't like the CGI and, in, in, like, that was put in, like, New Hope and Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I don't mind it. I think the mo- the one that suffered re- was, uh, was the Return of the Jedi. I think they changed the song of the ending where the Ewoks are dancing and singing. I don't know. There was an one. I'd never seen the original ones. And the original, 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 like, edits, the original, like, theater, theatrical version of it. I just know what people have told me, the changes. And I know, like, from my eyes, okay, I know that's CGI'd in uh, some scenes. But A New Hope and, and, and Empire Strikes Back, I think they didn't suffer with the re-edits. I, think, I didn't mind. Luke, Lucas just wanted to make some changes, but um, I wouldn't mind if... if I know a lot of people don't like the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray editions, but if the Blu-ray editions also had the the original theater version of it, I think people wouldn't mind with the re-editions. I don't know. What's what's your opinion on that? Like, I, I didn't mind it when the Blu-ray version came out. It was good, like, to show, like, how would it look like, like that, if it was, like, remastered a little bit. It would, it's cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind the remasters. It, just, again, because I was, I was born during the prequel era. You know, I, I've seen many special effects, you know. and I was pretty much used to special effects at that time, so... Um, I don't mind it. I'm just a different generation. We're just a different, different generation, but it's cool that we are, um, that people are growing up with like six Star Wars films, like every year, (laughs) like a Star Wars film every year. It's, it's very different. It's a weird feeling now that instead of getting movies like every two years, we're getting like movies like every year and they're just like going, they're going really fast. It's like, Oh my God. Like, and then we got the, the TV shows, like. Uh, we got uh, Resistance and Mandalorian coming out. Season two of the Resistance and Mandalorian coming out in the Star and this Disney streaming service. Um, I've heard that you we, when the when the show comes out, we're not gonna be able to binge watch it. Sadly, 
I'm, I'm kind of sad about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a week weekly show on Disney streaming service. Um, I like I like to binge binge watch my shows, but I guess I'm gonna have to do the old way, just watch it weekly. Um, but um, you know the we just want to like talk about like some of the films, you know, um, you know these films. Hello, my name is Jerry, and um, I have a question for both of you guys. Sure. Um, <clears throat> quick, um, quick question: Who do you guys think shot first? Who shot first? Oh, you know what? I think it's Han Solo. You know, everyone says Han Solo shot first, but Han Solo was the only one that shot first. Okay, Han Solo. How could how could another bounty hunter that's very skilled at shooting people and shooting things miss a shot that was like? That was so close. Like they were sitting on like a little bench table, not just sitting at a booth. Okay, how how can mm-hmm. one guy miss a a shot that's that far? You know, and <laughs> it's it's just funny. Like everyone everyone says Han Solo shot first. What I mean, what what is your opinion, Damien? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Han Solo shot first because like who's gonna miss the bullet? I still don't don't know why he missed the bounty hunter. Even though they're skilled at shooting people, I know. And it's funny that that's the most talked about scene. In the film, I think in any, I think in the film history of cinema, that is like the most talked about scene. It's a two, it's a not even, it's a millisecond scene that you you sort of don't really notice, and then you kind of just move on, you know. That's a, that's the funniest thing that everyone talks about. Like there's shirts, t-shirts on it. There's even like a, like I think someone made a whole like YouTube series about it, and it's like, come on now, it's it's just a millisecond scene. It's it's really funny. But I, I, Han Solo is the only one that shot first. But um, the only one that shot. So there's no way that um, there's no way that Greedo Greedo um, Lucas said he shot, but no, Han Solo is the only one shot first. But um, you know, what are some other flaws? I feel like um, I think there are other flaws. But I think another question that I have in mind is um. Do you, what do you guys think of Rey? Do you guys think she might be a Jedi, Grey Jedi, or do you think she might be a descendant of the Skywalker family or anyone else related to um, I all think, the Jedis? I think he, she's not a Skywalker. How about you, Damien? Um, she's not a Skywalker. I'm for sure of that. I think she's just Force-sensitive. However, I mean, there's a lot of theories that go around. She could be a granddaughter of of Obi Wan Kenobi. Han Solo, remember? Could be Han Solo, yeah. but I don't think Han Solo would forget her child, his child. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like he forgot that. he forgot Kylo Ren. I mean, that's how Kylo Ren was yeah. really mad. He was a really he was going through his emo phase. <laughs> he was going through his you know he had his room with Darth Vader and his rock posters. He's really angry kid. That's what I get from from. That's the feeling I get from that the 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 whole vibe I get from Kylo. But I, I feel like. Rey is gonna be the new great Jedi. She's not gonna be teaching Jedi to Sith um, in these films. She's gonna be teaching. Um, she's gonna be teaching the new Jedi the, the new this new this new way of just Jedi. You can't be bad. You can't be good. But you know, do both, I guess. But um, and I just wanna say like Happy May the Fourth with you. Um, we're gonna just we're ending it from here. My my favorite quote. One of my favorite quotes from Star Wars is "Never tell me the odds." It's an inspirational quote from Star Wars. I just want you all to remember that. Never tell me the odds. Never never let anyone tell you what you can't do or what you can't do. Um, doesn't matter what it is. Um, you always stay true to yourself. And in the recap, our recap of our show, you know, I just, 
it's it was fun having you here, Damien, and it was cool having Max here talk about the talk about the movies, the video games, Star Wars Celebration. It was fun, but yeah, it was I had fun. I had a lot of fun with you, Damien. You know, I was it was cool having you here for the first time. I know this is your first radio show. Yeah, my first time. How was it? It was good, really good. Yeah, it was fun. Nervous. Yeah, nervous too. Yeah, yeah same here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you guys. It was fun having you all here. Now we're just gonna go commercials. Hello, and this you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lupin Radio. Broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yellow Collie, and Little Village. I am Alec. I am Damien. And thank you for having us on the show. For Star Wars, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. And thank you. Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.